Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Some shady business going on. Welcome in the beginning of another week of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. As old friends, as we complete the race against time, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond, on the vast and zestfully powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the pull as we pull an all-nighter. That's right. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It's good to come in and see that the computers aren't working right. The smell of trash is in the air. You feel like you're back at at home. That homely smell there when you walk in and... It's, uh, it's outstanding. I just hit this button. I, I don't know who, what, 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 what kind of animals work here on the weekends. I have no idea, but uh, my God, it's Sodom and Gomorrah in here. I believe it's raining down sulfur. Uh, this, uh, the, the screen I normally look at is it's sideways. I don't, I don't think I've seen it sideways before. It's sideways. 
which is uh, which is just outstanding. I mean, I'd really like to thank whoever did that. I think uh, they really contributed to the betterment of Fox Sports Radio. But anyway, our lead this hour, you know what the lead is. It's all about the Super Bowl matchup, which is now set. But how did we get there? We're going to start out in the city of Fountains. And that was the scene. The AFC title game, the heart of Americana. A rematch from last year. You had Joe Burrow and the badass Bengals in a wrestling match with Patrick Mahomey and the Chiefs, the winner, getting the Eagles, who had won earlier in the day in the Super Bowl. Did you watch? Of course you did. Maybe not. Maybe you had some family commitments you were unable to watch. You were working. But uh, don't worry. Uh, we, We got nothing else going on here. So we watched. You would not have to. And here's what you need to know. The Bengals were a play away from forcing overtime when someone named Joseph Azai was flagged for a back-breaking penalty in a day that was decided not by the teams but by the referees, just the way that the NFL likes it. Oh, yeah, they love it. The NFL will say they don't, but they love the fact that they're stank all over both these games. But in the Cincinnati-Kansas City game, the defensive end, Joseph Asai, was penalized for a late hit on Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback was making his way out of bounds right near the Bengals' 40-yard line with eight seconds left in the fourth quarter. The score was tied at 20, so we were on a collision course to overtime. Oh, how fun that would have been, overtime But alas, we did not get to overtime because of the 15-yard unnecessary roughness penalty call against Cincinnati. Uh, Mahomes picked up the first down. He had no timeouts remaining and would have had only one shot to get a little bit closer to attempt a long field goal. But the penalty pushed it up 15 yards for a professional kicker. That's a chip shot. And uh, essentially a chip shot. Harrison uh, Buckner made it. A 27-yard line was where the ball was spotted. So a 45-yard field goal with three seconds remaining. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And the Chiefs get a 23-20 win in the AFC Championship game. As stanky as that is, and they go to Super Bowl 57 against the Eagles, who also not only had the opposing quarterbacks hurt for the 49ers, they also got pushed across the finish line by the referees in that game as well. What's going on, Roger Goodell? All right, let us discuss the question. Did the officials affect the outcome? We'll start with the AFC title game. We'll we'll get to the NFC later. But did the officials affect the outcome of the AFC title game? So I'm nodding my head, yes. On this, I've got Autobahn, Shadows, and Guardian Angel. And we will tie all of these things together, and we are going to make a crooked zebra is what we're going to make. All right, so A, there is a reason that on the social media platforms, hashtag NFL rigged was trending. Uh, There's a reason for that. It's not not wrong. It's, It's proper. The constituents saw what happened. Calls were made, and quickly, all of a sudden, that hashtag vanished into thin air. I wonder who called who. The NFL is a business partner with Twitter, for example. You think they might have made some phone calls and said, hey, that's a bad look for us? I don't know. Maybe they didn't. Maybe just randomly disappeared. But uh, you don't want to mess with Big Brother. The Chiefs and Bengals are separated by millimeters, and all it takes is a non-call here or a non-call there 
to tip the scales, and that's what happened uh, in this game. Now, congratulations to the Chiefs. They win the game. However, there is a whole lot of eh on that game. The officials were guilty of malpractice, intruding on the outcome of the game. Think of this as the Autobahn. A great official is like a really good driver on the Autobahn. You never notice they're there. And these referees were very noticeable, and I would use the word reckless officiating. Let me make my case right now. Okay, I'm going to make my case. Now, my evidence, the Bengals, you can look at the overall picture, but that only tells you part of it. Bengals were called for nine penalties, 71 yards. Chiefs, four penalties, so less than half of the Bengals' total for 55 yards. Remember, you can call holding on every play you want. Uh, It's really a subjective exercise officiating and the NFL referees chose to call more penalties on the Bengals in this game, but it was lopsided. But more importantly than that, you saw the game. It's the calls that were not made, right? The, the plays that were 50, 50, that chose, they, they chose to go to Kansas city on the play in which Mahomes ran out of bounds and was flagged. You can't really make a, a, a stank about the penalty against Mahomes. You can make a stank that there should have been offsetting penalties on that play because the Cincinnati defensive end, Trey Hendrickson, was absolutely held by that fat-ass Orlando Brown of the Chiefs. Uh, that should have been flagged. It was not. It was clear and obvious on the replay. The refs let them play, swallowed the whistle. Didn't want to inco- They didn't want to meddle with the outcome of the game, and they absolutely meddled with the outcome of the game, you dopes! <laughs> You losers! Uh, They swallowed the whistle until the very end. But wait, there's more. The 29-yard return by Sky Moore, that punt return, that set up the short field right there at midfield, Kansas City at their own 47-yard line. On that play, there were at least two blatant blocks in the back by Kansas City. In particular, number 47, Darius Harris of the Chiefs. Go look for yourself. I'm not making it up. I watched the replay. One of the two on the play uh, was the Harris one. The officials either didn't see it or said, you know what? We'll just let them play. Let the boys play. Why not? Uh, So that directly impacted everything that happened after that. And here we have Kansas City with a tainted win in the AFC Championship game. Now, Uh, We always like to play the blame game for the Bengals losing, and Cincinnati did not start this game particularly well. They were only down three points, really six, because the the Chiefs got a field goal to start the second quarter right away. But it was 3-0 at the end of one. The first two drives for Cincinnati resulted in punts. They had no net yards over the first 15 minutes. Zero. Bupkis. The Chiefs had 109 at the end of the first quarter, so that made this an uphill battle but the Bengals had gotten even. They got an even. They should have gone, could have, would have, should have, all that to overtime. But Joseph Asai gets the dunce cap for you know, touching Mahomes because that's obvious. They're going to call that. I mean, quarterbacks, quarterbacks are like shadows. You know, you see shadows, but you can't touch a shadow. Quarterbacks are the same way. They're better people. They're divas. You can't touch on. You can't even breathe on quarterbacks, and they call that. Uh, and and so that's the the way it's always been. But the fact that multiple other calls were not made against Kansas City, the NFL is going to do nothing. Ron Torbert, the referee in this game and his crew, they'll probably get a game ball from the Chiefs and the NFL for a job well done. 
Way to go, boys. That's what we wanted. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you know, neither team could run the ball. Uh, Joe Burrow, I believe, was the Bengals' leading rusher in this game. Joe Mixon was absolutely bottled up. He had 19 yards, and uh, the, the Chiefs, they ran for even less than the Bengals. So, again, I go back to shoulda, coulda, woulda, and the difference had the game gone to overtime, but the referees got involved. It reminds me that we point this out every postseason. We did it last year. We'll do it every year from now on. The NFL is recognized as an entertainment business. They're in the entertainment business. They are not a sport. Therefore, legally, they could actually fix the outcome of games. And I, when I first started covering uh, the the world of sports, you know, I was a, a young uh, pup, and there were old timers that told me stories about the original big badass commission, this guy named Pete Roselle, and the the legend that they would go in and write up storylines in a smoke-filled room in the off-season at some resort uh, to help enhance the brand uh, of the NFL. There was an old uh, old guy that uh, I, I, I interviewed years ago, and he's passed away, Bubba Smith, uh, and uh, he played in the Joe Namath Super Bowl and swears, he played for the Colts, and he swore that that was a rig deal. Uh, and and there have been players more recently. Dwight Smith, who was a very good player in his time in the NFL, uh, he admitted uh, that uh, major NFL games, not all of them, but major games are predetermined by the league. Uh, that came out uh, not that long ago. All right, anyway, so that's uh, make us think about it. We, we'll get to the last part of this here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. We were told that Mahomes suffered a high ankle injury. And he was not going to be uh, as effective with that injury. Uh, my entire life, you have a high ankle injury. That's a month and a half minimum, even the minor injury. And so Mahomes uh, had a guardian angel. He had many guardian angels. They had stripes on. Uh, but he had, he had a guardian angel looking out for him here. The zebras are uh, are there. A man's best friend. Uh, now, that's it. Mahomes did not look like a guy who had a high ankle sprain. He was milking it a little bit for the cameras and all that, but... I uh, certainly didn't perform like someone that had a legitimate high ankle sprain. Now, he, he was injured. I don't know what was wrong with him, but it was not what the Chiefs said. I don't believe that. His numbers were not a, a guy that put a, put had that kind of injury. So it, it's conceivable the pharmaceuticals kicked in and he was on a, all kinds of uh, pharmaceuticals, medicines, whatever, but uh, something was going on there. He had a... A pretty standard game, maybe a slightly off where he normally is, but 326 yards, two touchdowns for Mahomes, and now he goes to his third Super Bowl in the past five seasons, and over the final three quarters, the Bengals actually outgained Kansas City, 309 yards to 248. All that gets lost in the shuffle. The game will be remembered by those that watched it in real time because of the officiating, but over the course of time, all that will be forgotten. People will just remember the outcome of the game, and now it is on to Super Bowl 57 in the desert, less than two weeks away. And uh, if you can let me know who the NFL wants to win, that will help me out because that generally means the officials will be on one side or the other, but that's uh, still several weeks away. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It has often been said the healthiest team and usually ends up winning. And then when you toss in some interesting pushing across the finish line, you have then the NFC championship game in a nutshell. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. Kindred spirits as we go full tilt, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and vivaciously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the hammer as we hammer away the hot sports takes all night long. We are broadcasting live on the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection Fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
So our lead this hour coming from the Cradle of Liberty, the birthplace of America, better known as the city of brotherly love, Brock Purdy and the 49ers looking to spoil the partay against Jalen Hurts and the number one seeded Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this is the early game on the card in the championship weekend festivities. I don't know if you were watching this game or, or not. Maybe not. Miles Sanders rumbling and stumbling on a couple of short touchdown runs. Philadelphia had four rushing touchdowns, and the Eagles fly into the Super Bowl nest. They forced both of San Francisco's quarterbacks out of the game with injury, and they got help from the referees in beating the battered and war-torn 49ers, 31-7 in the NFC Championship game. So the Eagles, who won the Super Bowl five years ago with Doug Peterson and Nick Foles, will now try to do it again behind the duo of Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni. And so while Philadelphia is off to Super Bowl 57 in Arizona, where they will take on Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, the better story is in the losing locker room. So let us discuss the question here. Who is the scapegoat for the Niners? Who's the goat? The scapegoat. Uh, I've got pegboard, menu, and bottled up. And we will lock all of these random things together. And we are going to make a sour dough bread loaf that's gone stale. Because that's the Niners. They're stale. They've gone stale. All right, so number one. Number one. The Niners were KO'd early in this game. And you can say, well, it was. I thought it was over immediately when Brock Purdy left the game. And that, so that's it. He actually came back into the game. But it's not the best team who wins. It's the healthiest team. That's always been the argument in the NFL and basketball and baseball and all those sports. Normally that's the case, but this was a snap, crackle, pop situation. Brock Purdy, the storybook ride, came to a crashing ending, the last pick in the NFL draft, Mr. Irrelevant, and he had won his first seven starts for the Niners. We know the story coming in. It was hyped up, got a lot of attention, and he ended up running into a fireball named Hassan Reddick, who knocked him out, Early in the first quarter, Purdy was forced back into the game in the second half despite a bum elbow, could not throw the ball more than five yards down the field. Josh Johnson, who also blows, came into the game. He left with a concussion. So imagine, if you will, uh, if, you, if you're into, like, board games, you know that pegboard from the iconic Milton Bradley game? Kyle Shanahan there on the sideline saying, you sank my battleship! How dare you sank my battleship! Uh, and you toss in some really funky-smelling officiating, and you end up with the perfect storm in this one. From Trey Lance to Jimmy Garoppolo to Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson, torpedoed uh, torpedoed the Niners. Uh, they go down. Uh, how about the, the story? Now, a, a buddy of mine texts me because I, I was during the game. I'm, I'm texting some friends. Some buddies of mine, I'm like, I'm going back and forth with a friend of mine. Buddy's like, oh, no, no. I, I said it's over because when Purdy got hurt, I said, that's it. I said, I spent all week handicapping the game with Brock Purdy playing. I said, the Niner defense can contain the Eagles, but with Brock Purdy gone, that's it. They're done. He said, no, no, no. He said, the Niners offense, it's not the quarterback. Remember, it's the play calling by Shanahan. 
It's just get the ball out to Kittle and McCaffrey, and that's it. It's the it's the drawing up of the plays. And I said, okay, sure. So then Josh Johnson uh, came in. He knocked on the door, and then he got knocked out with the concussion. But before he got knocked out, he looked terrible. So uh, there's a reason he's been like a military brat in pro football, bouncing around from team to team to team to team. The guy was rattled. Yeah, he, he also had his defining play in the NFL, the fumble before halftime with just a few seconds to go and uh, being very passive, meekly attempting to get on the football, which was slightly better than Cam Newton, if you're old enough to remember when the then Carolina Panthers star had his defining moment in the NFL against the Broncos in the Super Bowl when he decided that the football was like a live hand grenade and he wanted nothing to do with it after the fumble in that Super Bowl. All right, now, page two. Did the officials meddle with the outcome of the NFC Championship game, a game that was a blowout? So I'm I'm nodding my head yes. I'm nodding my head yes. Now, it's going to be lost in the shuffle. Since the game was not close, the low-information fan, the uneducated fan, will not make a big deal about this, and they'll say, oh, you're just a sour grapes person. It will not rise to a war tribunal like we're going to get from Cincinnati and Kansas City. See, that was a close game. There was some funky smelling officiating in that game, and now everyone's up in arms. But since Philadelphia won the game by a wide margin, this will be lost in the shuffle because when it rains, it pours. The Eagles were on the power play, power play, power play uh, in this game. You saw it. You know what I'm talking about here for the balance of the game. Philly decided to go for it on fourth and three. This was, to me, the defining moment early in the game. Fourth and three from the Niners' 35-yard line, less than five minutes into the game. You remember what happened? You're watching the game? So Jalen Hurts scrambles out to the left. He then tosses the football up to Devontae Smith, who at first glance looked like he made this one-handed razzle-dazzle catch for 29 yards all the way down to the Eagles' six-yard line. My God, what a play. Unbelievable. Uh, However, the replays showed the ball was clearly bobbled. It hit the ground. Now, I will give Devontae Smith credit. He realized that was not a kosher play. He realized that he didn't catch the ball, so he hurried up. Uh, It appears the Eagles also realized that they got away with one, and everyone lined up. They ran a play. They eventually scored a touchdown on that drive. Now, is it true that 49er coach Kyle Shanahan should have could have and would have tossed a challenge flag in that situation. Yes, all of that is true. Is it also true that the officials should have, could have, and would have gotten the call right in real time, stopped it, and and then the Eagles would not have gained the first down. They would have turned it over on downs. Thumbs up on that. The reason this looks terrible. The NFL, you watch all these games, and what does the NFL love to tell us? And they, they pass this on to their their you know, pigeons, their, their messenger pigeons in the media. They're very braggadocious about what they call the replay assist setup in New York. Now, that means that they can run an expedited review on every play from all angles in real time. So it should not have had to go to Shanahan to make the call. It was obvious. If you look at the other angles, it wasn't a catch. should not have taken that long for the replay review system to do their job and make the correct call. They didn't do it. And as a result, the Eagles were allowed to go up. The Zebras allowed the Eagles to run a quick play, swallowing the whistle, 
and giving the Eagles the edge. They go down, they score a touchdown. And it wasn't just that. The Eagles picked up, and I'm, I'm really only looking at the first half because I feel like it was over after that. But Philly picked up 26% of their first downs in the first half via penalty. <laughs> One in four via penalty. Four of the 15 in the first half for the game. The Niners were called for 11 penalties, dinging them for 81 yards, but four of them on one drive. And keep in mind, though, is this normal? No. Over the last month of the season, the Niners were called for an average of 2.7 penalties per game. All of a sudden, the biggest game these guys have played this year, they get called for 11 penalties. The last month, 2.7. It was it was a 7-7 game with three minutes. We talked about this in a previous hour, but it was a 7-7 game with three minutes left in the first half. The Eagles had the ball at midfield. The officials gave Philadelphia, after that, two first downs on penalty and Josh Johnson fumbled, and by the time we got to halftime, it was 21-7. That's it. Turn out the lights. The party's over. Now, there was also a roughing the kicker on the Niners. That's another one of those calls, El Stinko. The roughing the kicker call on the Niners. The player for the Niners was shoved into the kicker by the Eagles' backup tight end, Jack Stoll, shoved him. And so that was another nail in the coffin. So... I also read, I don't know if this is true or not, but I read it on the internet, so it must be true, that the Eagles had seven games officiated by John Hussey, and they were 7-0 and in those games. So uh, maybe they just uh, just happened to work out that way, or maybe there's something going on. I don't know. Tim Donahue's special. Uh, and every time somebody says, oh, that never happens, uh, we always bring up Tim Donahue. And by the way, we should also point out, Tim Donahue was not alone. Uh, the uh, he was the one that was the uh, the fall guy for that, but many people who were around in those days believe that there were other officials who were also involved in that. And uh, the uh, the NBA at the time is like, ah, no, 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 we're just going to have one guy. He'll be the, the fall guy. We'll move on. All right, final point. So what does all this? The Eagles won the game. Fine, they blew out the 49ers. Uh, they win because of injury. Fine. Uh, what does it say about the Eagles with Jalen Hurts? So I was not overly impressed. Uh, I got to tell you, I, I I I handicapped the game. You know, whatever that's worth. Who cares? Who am I? But the Niners' defense, I thought, played very well uh, in the game. Uh, and if anything, the word I would use is beneficiary. That Jalen Hurts was the beneficiary. He didn't play well. That sounds outrageous to say. The Eagles won the game thirty-one-seven. I was not impressed with Jalen Hurts. The Eagles never trailed in the game. But regardless of that. Let me make my elevator pitch that Jalen Hurts was held in check by the 49er defense, that the Niner defense did that job. Philadelphia, you know they had less than 270 yards of offense? They also got 81 yards via penalty. 81 yards via penalty. They had averaged 390 yards per game, third best in the regular season, 390.6 per game. And they had over 100 yards less, over 120 yards less in this game. And Hurts, as a passer, the argument that had been made that against better defenses, this this gimmicky offense would not work, is accurate. Jalen Hurts averaged less than five yards per pass against the Niners' defense. Did not throw for a touchdown. Had a passer rating below 75. And it's not like he ran wild. He ran 11 times. Some of those were just like barely across the line of scrimmage because the defense was 
was monitoring his movements, but 11 times he was credited with 11 runs for 39 yards, three and a half yards per rush. He did have a touchdown. But even that is misleading because 14 of those yards came on one run. The other 10 times, 25 yards total. So he was bottled up. Jalen Hurts was bottled up. It was a pedestrian performance by the Eagle quarterback. And there are stories out that Philadelphia is going to give him a monster contract. And he certainly earned it from the regular season. But if you judge him off his play in the NFC Championship game, uh, yeah, I would uh, hold off on that. I wouldn't go gaga for that. I I wouldn't go crazy on that one. I would not. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. And let's hear from some of the participants in this game. What do you say? We'll start with Kyle Shanahan. And he had Purdy out there, and then he had Josh Johnson out there, and uh, Josh Johnson had a reversal of fortune while he was in the game. Here's Kyle Shanahan on his backup. He didn't get to do much. I mean, he came in and threw that slant to Debo, and they were right going to get in in two-minute, and um, we were just going to go to another screen, and he ended up um, mishandling the snap, which was obviously not a good play because um, they ended up getting in, and they got seven more from it. And then he got hurt on the first series the next time, so Josh didn't get to do much either. Yes, uh, zero, uh, Zippo. Uh, here's more. How about Brock Purdy? And he was down for the count early in the game. He got a bum elbow. He came back in and just handed the ball off 95% of the time. But here is Brock Purdy on what happened to his arm. You know, my arm just felt like it stretched out, um, just felt like really a lot of just shocks all over from my elbow down to my wrist, front and back. Um, Just pain, really, all over. Pain is the name of the game. All right, here's more on uh, Purdy again pointing out that he could not do a damn thing. Uh, I've been throwing after the hit occurred on the sideline just to see where I was at. Um, but even in those throws, it was it was painful. And so um, I couldn't throw anything probably over 10 yards, 5 yards. Um, that's why we just had some screens. That was really our only option when I, when I went back in. So the Niners are done. Is that guy Brock Purdy the Niners quarterback next season? Is he the starting quarterback? I'm betting on yes because he works cheap, and the Niners, if they want to keep everyone else on the team, uh, although I, I am a salary cap truther, but the easiest it, it's the easiest avenue, and to keep Brock Purdy means that you don't have to do some more shenanigans with the salary cap and move some stuff around. Anyway, if you want to talk about any of that, you can join us here. The Eagles are on to the Super Bowl in Arizona against the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl 57 in the Valley of the Sun in less in two weeks' time. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is Steve Covino and Rich Davis, and together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. Yeah. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And the coup de loop. Ben, there was a user on Reddit that did an in-depth kind of uh, expose that the Memphis Grizzlies uh, home statisticians were kind of padding uh, Jared Jackson's stats, but yeah. specifically blocking. And it went viral so much so that the NBA had to uh, had to address it. And said that there's you know no, no funny business going on. Ben, do you think this whole thing is a big deal or no? Well, I think it's a normal deal. Did you expect the NBA to say yes? Our scorekeeper is crooked in Memphis, and these stats are being being inflated. The NBA likes to brag about having independent 
statisticians and auditors and all these for the stats and all that. But my entire life, this has been a thing in all sports. I remember years ago, the Dodgers traded for a catcher from the Marlins. A lot of people don't know who this guy is anymore. Charles Johnson, who was the greatest catcher defensively all time with the Marlins. With the Dodgers, he wasn't. And there were people with the Dodgers. I talked to them. They were convinced it was because of the scorekeeper at the Marlins games. Anything that was close, they went against Charles Johnson. But I think this stuff happens all the time. I think it is something, but it's it's regular. Next! Joel Embiid dropped 47 points and 18 rebounds on Saturday and then told the media after the game that he keeps getting disrespected, but it's yeah. all good. Uh, he was probably referring to him not being named a starter in the All-Star game. Ben, does Embiid get disrespected? By his own fans. The fans voted him fourth. The fans are the ones that he's got to be upset with. No, you know, he, Now he can play the nobody believed in his card and all that, but the problem is Jason Tatum's had a better year, and he dominated the media voting. I don't feel bad for Embiid. Who cares? It, next! D'Amico Ryans was supposed to be the leading candidate for the Broncos head coaching job, and now it seems like he may prefer the Texans, according to reports. Yeah. If the Broncos miss out on Ryans, where did they go from there? Justin Cooper, you are going to be the new coach of the Broncos. Did you see they, <laughs> they interviewed, over the weekend, they interviewed Harbaugh? After Harbaugh said he was going to stay at Michigan, Jim Harbaugh interviewed for the Broncos job. They have no idea who the coach is going to be. How did we do? Fail. That's a win. Screw you, Coop. That's a win. I won the game. That's a win for me. I won. No, I won the game. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, you. And away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line unscreened radio. Who needs our advice? Some weeks it's hard. This week it is not. If you watch the playoff games in the NFL, you saw incompetence from the referees in both games. The one that's getting the most attention is the Cincinnati-Kansas City game because the lopsided score in the 49er-Eagle game. But now we turn to the the great unwashed, the members of the Maller Militia that will chime in and give wisdom and knowledge to the NFL officials on how to do better. At their job, 877-99 on Fox is the number. This is a high-volume segment. We go through a lot of calls, so if you get a busy signal, keep calling, and we'll start out with you on line one. Line one, you're on the air. Please, your advice to NFL officials, line one. Join the Maller Militia. You can never have too many blind guys. That's right. We we dominate the blind, Ferg Dog. Uh, hello, you're next. <laughs> advice to NFL officials, please. Yeah, I can't really blame the rest when Roger Goodell took him in the back room before the game and said, All right, thank you for that. Uh, line five, you're on the air. Line five, hello. Your advice, please, to NFL officials. I'm Fudgy Cabal, and I've been kidnapped by the Fudgy impersonator. No! Say it ain't so. All right, you're next on the air. We're doing the instant advice line for NFL officials. Hello, sir. 49ers blow. Thank you for that. Line one, you're on the air at 877-99 on Fox. Unsolicited advice to the officials. Hello, line one. So you're telling me I was right all along. Well, well, well. What an interesting take. The all NFL right. Go, go, atta- go, go attack Robert Kraft. I, <laughs> guy from, the guy from Maine that hates the Patriots. I, uh, hello, line three. You're on the air, line three. Hello. 
Yeah, morning time. How about them Cowboys? There you go. All right. How about them Cowboys? Line line three. You're on the air, line three. Hello. Hey, ref, my girlfriend can't wrestle, but you should see her box. Oh, we checked that box. We checked that box. Line number six. Hello, line six. We're giving advice to the NFL referees. Hello, line six. Enjoy your ill-gotten games, you punks. How can you sleep at night? There you go. Well, no, they're, they're listening to us. They're not sleeping at night. Hello, you're next on the air. It's unscreened phone calls, the NFL Insta Advice Line, uh, the Maller Show Insta Advice Line for NFL officials. Hello, line one. Barrowhead, my butt. Chiefs win. <laughs> All right. Line, that was interesting. Line two. Hello, line two. They should stop being submissive little altar boys to Roger Goodell. Okay, great advice. Uh, line, <laughs> line four. Wow, line four. Hello, line four. I know it's you, Roberto. Oh, watch oh, out, Roberto. He knows it's you. Now we need the where's my baseball guy. 877-99 on Fox. We'll go to line six. Hello, line six. Put them on the board. They fail. There you go, Sean the Hood guy. Line one. Hello, line one. Hey, Eddie is Super Bowl's on the 12th, not the 13th. All right. Uh, touching up Eddie's work. How dare you? Eddie's never gets it wrong unless he does. Line. I just want to make sure you're listening. Okay, that's right. See that? Eddie learned that from me. I could do a perfect show, too. Hello, line three. Hello. Yeah, Bengals fan, you suck again. All right. We'll do one more and only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'm blaming the Coop. He's picking the final call. Go ahead, Coop. Line six. Line six. Last call. Instant advice line. Go. Get yourself a... Oh, you were, You got to go quicker, line six. Bad job by you. You got to go quicker. Speed. A need for speed. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 